with Engineering Dad's podcast. Uh, welcome, boys. How are we feeling today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. 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 Wow. Just the usual, I guess. I'm loving the uh, the Oztag jumper that you got there, right? You've been wearing it for years. I've noticed it for the first Do time. Do not bring that up. For you were not many. drinking that. Yeah. It's a red hot topic at the moment. Oh, sorry, bro. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a story behind it which we won't get into because oh, it's fucking <laughs> off off podcast topics only. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Obviously. For those for those in America listening, Oztag is a, a sport similar to rugby. Oh, do you guys even know rugby? Be like, there were no, no rugby union. No, no rugby union. Union, yeah. Except there's no tackling, it's tags. It's uh, a mixed and men's and also female. They do have an NFL fun. with tags. It's more like oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's more like a touch-based sport. So it's more, yeah. instead of tackling, just touch. Imagine NFL with tags, whatever that sport's called. But instead of doing that, you're playing rugby Flag union. football. <laughs> Flag football, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, it's the one. Yeah, it's a real thing. They'll get you shocked. It's a real yeah. game. Yeah, it's wow. a real okay. They're yeah. still in everything from us, bro. So is Quidditch. There's some cool sports out there. Anywho. And sumo yeah. wrestling. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing some of the project pitches, something we used to do a while back when we were doing a lot of hands-on work. Um, it's slowed down a little bit, but we've actually come back with some exciting new projects that we've got on the work. So, Jimmy, why don't you kick us off for us? Sure thing. I would love to. So, in the past few months, I've been learning, like, machi- looking into machine learning and AI technology, and it's very, very complex, and I almost do not know how to use it or do mm. it at all yet. But I've had two... One of them is more realistic and one of them is more in the future. I'd love to have this in our podcast ideas. So the first one is the AI travel agent. And the reason I've thought (laughs) about this is because I'm planning a trip to Europe next year. Mm -hmm. Um, Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's an Australian rite of passage to spend your winter overseas. (laughs) Yeah, especially after two or three years of lockdown. I definitely need that. So Mm -hmm. in planning the trip, I've found like, when you look things up, like what I'd like to do, where I'd like to go, how much money Mm -hmm. to spend is such a broad range depending on the person that you are. And all the like websites and apps that are out there really just don't tickle my fancy, to, to put it nicely. Yeah. They, I mean, they all take commissions. They don't, they don't tickle your pickle, so to speak. Yeah. And like the hotels they pick, just like, actually, I wouldn't like to stay there. Like you look up, oh, a romantic hotel with a couple. And it's just like, oh, that's yeah. not romantic at all. That's uh, You get out old. what you put in terms of research. Absolutely. What, uh, what, what actual, I don't know if you can say the actual, like the names of the companies, but what are you, purchasing like the flights through the hotels through like all this I, like, i've, I've done every I've, yeah so I, I find it all myself and i've got it all in a spreadsheet so i've just been researching it <laughs> of course but the engineer puts it in a spreadsheet. Oh, my whole trip and the budget is in a spreadsheet but this is the thing right by putting it in a spreadsheet i've actually like gotten to the point where i've like written this is really nerdy macros in the spreadsheet to like <laughs> macros macros yeah. so macros is code so computer programming I know what macros are yeah, I, was gonna, work. I, like, I think yeah. I think Patty was just amazed why, why? would you need a macro for a travel itinerary you and I have different we'll, we'll talk about your idea but you and I have very clear differences in travel you clearly are like okay I need to come on this date this time I need and on this on the first Monday I shall be going to A B and C I barely yeah. buy my tickets. Well, that's the thing. That's what well, I mean. We knew that when we went to Japan, and like James and Ronan and I were like Again, organizing everything. You don't need a phone when twelve other people around you have a phone. We're not going to get into that. A goddamn freeloader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get angry. I'm in a good mood, so let me keep going here, boys. Right. So, AI, AI travel later, go. So, like, what I've been doing in this spreadsheet is been like adding up all the costs, saying if I do this task, how much is it going to cost? So, accounting for the worst case scenario. Now, I want to develop an app where you talk about where you want to go what your budget mm. is and how long you're going for. And then it's just a communication. So the app will ask you a few questions. 
Yeah. And then it'll generate like a list of things to do based on the location, how much money you have and how long you're there. But it'll also keep asking you more questions to total down. So it's like, do you like this hotel? No. So it's getting those pretty much ones and zeros. So one is B. Yes, zero is no. Yeah. And it just makes more groups and groups and groups. Things of a massive pyramid. So by the time you get to the bottom of the pyramid, it's got very, very specific answers. Um, mm. Originally, I wanted to do like a confidence interval, but it's not really a statistical sort of model. What's, like, a, what's a confidence a interval? Con- so a confidence interval, and we talked about this in the IPCC report on the Climate Change Podcast, where it was just like a confidence interval is like, um, look, we know that the Earth... Uh, temperature is going to rise between say 1 to 1.5 degrees even though our answers say 1.3 from mm. the model so they put in a, uh, a few formulas so they call it like a normal distribution they find out the actual range it will fall somewhere between here can't really do that for a travel app because it's so subjective there's yeah. nothing is really exact so mm. in a nutshell I just want to just, just make what I'm doing now on Excel but get a robot to do it for me yeah so a confidence interval is like a bell curve. So a g- great example that we got taught in stats with confidence intervals was the idea of imagine you had a factory that made CDs and uh, on average, five of them would break. So what is the possibility that in the next thousand, there'll be less than 10 broken? And so you can have like a, the average is five, but what's the chance of it being four or being six and seven? So you have this kind of like statistical anomaly there that you can apply to, which is what James is talking about. Yes. So yeah. what they do is like they take the number of samples in that um, like range, they take something called a standard deviation, which is like what was the like the square of the variance, and they crunch that in a formula, and it just yeah. spits out an interval, and it works quite well. So yeah, like in a nutshell, that that's what I want it to do. I, how I would go about doing it, I don't know because I don't know how to make an AI. That's what I'm trying to learn right now. Mm. But I, I feel like it's something that's achievable within the next like year or so easily, especially after <laughs> with all this coding I've been doing. That's yeah. sort of pointless, but it's just mm. fun because. You know, we're all nerds here. Oh, for sure. And so what the, the solution you're providing is possibly like a cheaper to use um, travel agent, but it, it asks more questions and gathers more experience from a global audience versus one travel agent kind of asking the local team. That That's pretty much correct. Because like the ones I've been using online, it's just like, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Paris. Yeah. Like here are the top things that um, tourists said they enjoyed yes. doing. And it was like, well, this is the top 10 thing from like a very subjective point of view, a very mm. broad audience. Like mm. an AI, the idea of machine learning is it learns who you are. It learns what your interests are. You give it your interests and yeah. it's able to like pass that through websites. It's able to find data online. Um, and that's like the beauty about it. Yeah. So would, so would the... Uh... Would there be like a almost like a questionnaire beforehand being like your like mm. age, occupation, study, you know, interests? I hate, I hate questionnaires and surveys, man. I feel like what I would do is I'd have it like a chatbot. So I'd say like, yeah. oh, like instead of it asking questions, it just, it actually has a conversation with you because that's as we've seen, that's what AIs <laughs> do. It they have conversations with you. They yeah. they learn Some, things about you. Sometimes and they, too realistically. Yeah, yeah it's well, like twenty questions, right? It's 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 twenty questions, but a more interactive twenty questions. Yeah. It's just like so. It'd be like what. With this, but with this budget of five thousand dollars, for example, would you want to spend more on accommodation or um, like personal yep. use? Yeah. So like this, is, like this is this is the asking the what ifs. Like okay. remember yeah. how we described that that coding yeah. is if AI is what if this is like oh okay you have five thousand dollars, but what if you want to actually go to like this expensive thing? I know you only have a certain amount of money, but I know you're into skiing and snowboarding. This is a really good resort. Do you want to up your budget a little yeah. bit? So it actually has the ability to question mm. how much money you have. And was like look, do you have the ability to yeah. maybe take one or two more thousand dollars with you? So it's not yeah. limiting itself. It actually has or, the smarts to work or around fun, that. Or, or, already, uh, or just reworking the money you already have in that, like that 
so that, that, jack, that jackpot and just reworking it to, oh, we'll put this two, two grand here, not here instead. More like that, that's one avenue. But again, this is us. This is the multiple swim lanes things. That can be one thing or it can be like, look, I know you have two grand allotted yeah. to go on a, to Paris, but during the time of year that you want to go, Paris has this festival on. Based on what you've told me, you like the nightlife and you yeah. like the red light district. The red light district has this event. Yeah. On. This is going to cost a bit more, but I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. And you could be like, oh shit, you know what? I can pull a bit more budget out just for that thing. And you could do a thing where it's like, I want to go to Paris, to Belgium, to Italy. And then it's like, actually, one of the events that you want to do is in Paris, but it's when you're in Italy. Why don't you do Italy first, then yep. Belgium and Paris? And it'll reorganize it to maximize your enjoyment out of the, the trip. So I guess maximizing happiness would be the objective function or like it's difficult to say what is an AI's objective function, you know? Can I, can I actually pitch an idea for the name of this app? Sure. Happy Maps. But it's not just the location though. It's what you get out of... <laughs> it's just it's a no. Oh, I, I think <laughs> it's a no. yes. <laughs> happy Maps. Uh, yeah, it's, it, is it Ooh. happiness you're trying to achieve? Like, because like... All right, so when you book a holiday, the, fir- the first three things you think about is like, how much time do I have? How much is it going to cost? And what am I trying to achieve from this holiday? Why am I actually going here? Mm-hmm. So we want to focus on the why, the time and how much money you got. That's very strict things. But when they figure out the why, it's actually, that's what it's working around is what's your purpose for mm-hmm. being there? How can I manipulate the data you've given yeah. me? And that's why I think it'd be a state of the art different to, to what, and that's what a travel agent does. If you go to flight center right now and you tell them what you want to do, that's, a good travel agent would be like, look, I know you've got two mm. grand for this, but I reckon you should spend an extra $500. That's yeah. what a travel agent does. That's oh, their job. And just say, look, we've had a, a feedback from this place that you want to go to. It's actually not as good as they say. We would suggest going somewhere else. It's that suggestion or that, yeah. whereas before you that, just say, that, that I want personal hear touch. There. Yeah. Mm. Providing that personal touch. And because if it's AI, you could scale it up so quickly. With yeah. travel agents, you need to train them, you need experience, you need a team around them. With this AI, you start just learning from one server and then you could just do anyone around the world wherever they want to go. Boom! I mean, well, we, we saw like a two, three year old AI like read the Le Miserable, wasn't it, in the in the Google podcast? Yeah, like, so they they can learn can stuff. Quite describe quickly. and conceptualize what lay not the the themes of Le Miserable. I still think it just copied some Year Twelve essay study and just no, read it out it, live. It, it, it's hearsay. Who knows? Who knows? It was all hearsay. Well, That's a problem. To be fair, it saved the data. It saved what it learnt. Therefore, it learnt it. So you know, yeah. how do you quantify? Anywho, that's one AI topic. So I'm mm. gonna. I really want to crack down on that in the next year. The next AI topic is one that probably will take a lot longer within the next year to develop, and I don't even know if it's possible. Wait, more than the time to do an AI travel agent. Jeez, that's that's a hard one in itself. Yeah, that's, that's I, a deadline. I love to see. Yeah. I want it, boys. I want to have the AI podcast assistant. I want a permanent AI on our podcast. Like one day, so it just sits there. It has like the name of I don't know Boba or something. Just a very I, just like I like sense, the tea. I sense I'm <laughs> yeah, being, I sense not I'm like being kicked fair. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. So the, the the AI is just there simply to give opinions, answer questions, and if we get stuck to like look things up, you know yeah. how like you hear like radio shows and they're just like, oh yeah, fucking Pedro, look this fact up for me. Oh, quickly. it's like the worst. I, I I mean I'm not. A, I don't oh, listen the, to the, the, the Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan podcast. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey Jimmy, bring up that video. I don't know his name. The, yeah. the guy. I think it's Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, you were supposed to be that guy for this podcast but you don't actually have patty you don't actually have a computer in front of you so nah. you can't bring things i up. do the editing that's yeah, all yeah, I mean. yeah 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 but having that on the sides like hey bring up that video that we were talking about before that actually sounds pretty like, useful but like i want i want to do this when we have like a video podcast and we have a full studio where we're recording all our podcasts and you just see like a robot sitting down just like chilling and we're just like yeah what do you think of that jeffrey and it's just like 
<laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, you know what? I was actually quite offended by that comment. I, I yeah. have feelings too. I'm okay, like, all right. If we could develop an intelligence that has emotion, yeah, okay. <laughs> There's the, I think that is being underused for just podcasting assistance. But I agree, that would, that would be sick. I think maybe it's a temporary solution. What we do is we just get like a OK Google or something and plug that into the, 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 the output into the, the board. And so we ask the question and then the recording gets put in as a temporary that solution. That could be good for facts, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like actually how many people, how many, I don't know, horses died in Lord of the Rings, a question that I just asked. And I got, I Googled and I had to check it up. Having a little assistant there, boom, ready to go. There, That'd be sick. There isn't a uh, AI podcast assist. However, oh, there, there, there isn't. There, there is an AI podcast editor. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Anything can pick up a mixing and mastering, and yeah. think that that compression's that's not more right. machine learning than AI. We're talking about something that's just a bit, bit beyond it, where it could learn on its own. But also taught. like, but yeah. also like, not just ask it questions. It can sit there and pretty much just go, "Oh, I heard what you said, and I detect that you're not sure about that." That's mm. actually, or detect when something's wrong. That would be probably a more difficult. Yeah. But the ability to just ask something, just like I don't know, I'm, 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 I kind of have a really soft spot and a, and, and a passion for AI and robots right now. I don't know yeah. what it is, but too much Westworld. I haven't honestly, watched Westworld. You haven't I, watched Westworld, have you? James? No, I no, haven't. It's but a good I, show, though. I think the future is making robots and fixing robots and integrating that in small businesses. It's just oh, I think so too. I mean, you look at like Amazon's trying to do more drone deliveries because it, it's even faster than one day delivery. Like, how is that possible? Um, mm. Yeah, you, you can see it taking over already. Like, Pizza Hut actually had a Tesla delivering pizzas without a driver. They had oh, a shit. case study. This is like four years ago too, when they first came out in a small town where if you ordered pizza, a Tesla would roll up, the window would roll down and where the driver's seat would be, a pizza like box would slide out. You take your pizza and it'll drive home. It can only be done within a certain radius, very small sample size, but it was a prototype. Sounds, just, like, sounds like a drug dealer's heaven. Oh, for sure. Just like, yeah, uh, uh, extra, extra uh, parmesan on my pizza, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two servings. Yeah, uh, definitely possible. That actually sounds like a lot of fun, though. Having a little like an extra person on the podcast, we can have a fourth yeah. one. And but if we need to, we can just get rid of Patty. I think it'd be good. Is <laughs> uh, what it is. <laughs> I think it'd be good for the social media purposes. Like, imagine just like people who watch our podcast. And they just oh, see they a, wouldn't like, believe they just, it. They just see a robot and they're just like, oh, how's uh Picky doing today? Like, they they would not believe it. They'd say that's magic or someone in another room. Like, that would be so much effort to do that, to have someone in another room and then to convince them it's an AI. We just build an AI. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I want to sure. be known for that one day. I think that would be cool. <laughs> the AI podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon, I reckon just getting... The thing is, right, if we do have, like, an Alexa or a Google plugged into the board right now and we say, okay, Google, or something like that, everyone's phone's going to activate. All the devices in house, if you're listening it like loudspeaker, the podcast, will activate and ask the exact same question. I like that, that happened in our videos. A lot of the videos where we had automation yeah. and we said, okay, Google, open Project Alexandra. Their AIs would try that command too and it didn't work, obviously. <laughs> a bit of it worked for when, us. When I asked you to do that thing for the Project Aided and every time I was editing it, I was like, I, oh, stop, yeah. stop, don't reply. Stop, 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 yeah, stop. Yeah. Yeah, I actually um, muted in, when I was editing that part of the video, I muted it because the OK Google next to me kept activating and shouting at me in loud volumes. Yeah. So annoying. Listen to this podcast with headphones on if you have a Google Assistant or Alexa. Yeah. It's probably a bit oh, too late actually, for that. I want to try this. OK Google, open the Engineering Dads podcast. I'd love to see if every single person, whoever's listening to it, just goes, and like it just opens up the Spotify. Subscribe and give us a five star, please. <laughs> Uh, 
Um, I don't know if uh, I've told everyone about this recently, but I actually bought myself a 3D printer. Woo, woo, woo. That's right. Man. We well have done. now two 3D printers in the engineering dads um, with the idea that James can use this at his place. I can use it at mine. We're not constrained. There's no critical path. There we now. also don't live around the corner from each other anymore. Not anymore. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Got to move to the big smoke. <laughs> um, you smoke. So- yeah, the big smoke. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 like also known as the vapors. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, central, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So the the idea behind it is I've now got a 3D printer, but I haven't actually printed that much with it. I made a little keychain for the missus, a little otter with a heart on it. Um, it was super cute. She's super into otters, and I thought it was, was kind of lovely. I made a little, like, drilled in the head, so it's a keychain piece. Romantic. I know. Everyone's into a little animal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Felicia's into turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's Jasmine Rice into, Patty? Uh, pandas. Why <laughs> 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 a panda? Anyways, um, so I've had a yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but I've I've had a three D printer, so I was like, I want to start building things with that three D printer. And some of the things I've been working towards. So the first one is I've been trying to work on a gauntlet. And so for those who don't know what a gauntlet is, it's effectively that thing that straps to your wrist. Assassin's Creed, that kind of knife, you can consider yep. that like a gauntlet. If that's a good example or metaphor for what a gauntlet is. I've been trying to work on a gauntlet and then make it Nerf gun related. And so to scrap a Nerf gun, effectively strap it to the to my wrist and then have it electronically firing. So I can like automatically control it to fire and then change, I don't know, its angle, its speed, whatever. And the idea behind it is if I can do it with one and make a little Nerf gauntlet, that's just fun. So I'll just go around the house with my little self-defense weapon wherever it is, right? But if I could do it that way and I could build something that launches, like a small one, because it's got to be small to strap to your wrist, I could then build it into something else. And so my idea is to build in my house these little 3D printed bots which will aim and target whoever's in the house. And Ah. if it's like scanning, scanning, face not recognized, it just starts opening fire with Nerf guns. So your impression is from a security point of view or a fun Not really. I just, just, yeah. I mean, Nerf bullets are not exactly a massive deterrent. Sean's security protocols. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not not a deterrent, but they're distracting. Yeah. And the thing is, if I'm like, this technology works, the the servers work, the, the tracking onto your face, shooting you between the eyes works. I could just swap the nerf for something a bit more dangerous. So what, you, but it's you, a test case. Are you thinking of like fixing three or four uni struts onto your roof and just like... No, 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 no. I'm thinking a little bot the size of maybe a wallet that pops up with a little, little nozzle, <laughs> a little laser finder. And it just, it just, or they're all, there's like 10 of them stuck to the walls into the roof or whatever. They're kind of like... And they all point. And they're all like like the predator. All the like lasers point at one point. Scans your face and goes... User not recognized. <laughs> and it just shoots the shit out of them. You probably have to do a bit of machine learning with that itself, like oh, for re- sure. facial recognition mm. and whatnot. There are already packages in Python that are enabled for facial recognition. They do, yes. yeah. They use pixels to do it, like the difference yeah. in pixel color and that actually pretty if, cool. And that's really cool to me. that that Because that went through extreme uh, machine learning to do it. There was actually a one where a YouTuber did it where it would not ever just recognize face, it would recognize ethnicity. Ethnicity. Oh, fuck, I can't say it. Anathema. Yeah. Ethnicity. Ethnicity. Yeah, in detecting ethnicity. And so he installed inside a... <laughs> I know, sorry. He installed inside an Elmo, and it was called Racist Elmo, and it would say something <laughs> racist depending on who picked up the Elmo. Oh, so instead of taking the Elmo, it was Racist Elmo. Uh, Michael Reeves, he built it. Incredible design, but that was built like four years ago. That's already built. Imagine what we could do now. Oh. I mean, I don't know how much those are accurate because like, you go on Instagram filters, right, and they have like, what's the ethnicity... And like you put it in, like I've done it. I get, mm. I always get like Turkish or Lebanese. But I actually, I actually got told I look like a Lebanese when I was a kid. Wait, have though, you, like, have you done a like an Ancestry.com sample? No, no, never. Um, I don't know there's how. A, there's a chance that the AI might be right. Well, I mean, 
I don't know, look, don't quote me on my history here, but I'm pretty sure the Turks invaded Greece and Italy once upon a time and we actually uh, uh, we I, came from Turkey. I think like the idea of I'm from this place, I'm like, are you serious? The number of pla- places have got invaded. invaded yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the blood's mm. been spilled. I think you said like 2% yeah. of people all related to Genghis Khan because he just slept with everyone. So the idea of like, <laughs> oh, purest blood is fucking bullshit. I don't, I don't think there was a lot of consent in that sleeping, but fair enough. Yeah. Um, not really. There was like, uh, the great Khan had a lot of harems, like 30 people uh, at I a guess, time. I guess you can't put a name uh, on your ethnicity. Anyway, so back back to your, yeah. um, your it ideas. It is what a gang is. <laughs> what are, so what's your firing mechanism that you're using for the Nerf launch? Is so, it like yeah. pneumatic or? So I'm using the same kind of system behind the Nerf guns themselves because even the small Nerf guns uh, can pack quite a punch. The, hind, the idea behind it, it's a spring-loaded compression system. Okay. The idea behind it is it's like a piston. And it's loaded behind a spring and locked in place. Oh, and so then, me- mechanically loading the yeah. spring. Yeah. So it's, it's the same idea of pulling it back and firing. Now, I've tried it with other things. I've tried it with a push-pull solenoid. Not enough power to it. Uh, I've already tested that theory. I have actually a working prototype of a mini one where it just all it needs is a little bit of a squeeze. So if I just make that that squeezing part slightly electronic, either with a stepper or a solenoid is, or something. Is, is the squeezing, so is the thing you're squeezing, is it holding the spring yes. shut? It's holding okay. it It's holding it compressed. So if I just do a little squeeze, it'll fire. And it, it actually hurts. Yeah, I tested, I, yeah. Yeah, so I tested my actual Nerf guns event, this one, which was a cheaper one because it was a prototype. I didn't want to scrap a real more expensive one. Mm-hmm. This thing fucking hurts. It really is bad. So if I can do this little technology and be like, yep, I have an automatic firing system electronically, I can get OK Google to shoot people as they come through the door. Is with Nerf s- guns, with Nerf oh, guns, right. with is, Nerf guns. Is it the same speed as a Nerf gun? Or is it would be more about double the speed. Oh, damn. Because uh, I, I had a Nerf gun when I was a kid that was probably the size of an AK and it had like its inbuilt compre- an inbuilt compressor. It was, so it was fully pneumatic. I don't think it was inbuilt compressor. I think it was an automatic retraction and release system because I had the exact same one. Well, I just remember when I turned it on, it would sound like a vacuum. You hear this yes. suck air in. Uh, and then when you press the button, you would hear like a valve opening. It was a uh, mm. pretty cool, like gun. Okay. Very lethal. We used to have like Nerf gun fights, like it just sounds back, like a BB back gun, in the yeah. school days, and it was uh, very, very dangerous actually. And the Nerf guns that came with were very pointy and sharp too. So yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that the toys back in the day. Yeah, the toys back in the day were wild. So that was my first idea. And the other one that I want to do with uh, 3D printing is: Have we ever heard of Clickbots, gentlemen? I've seen ads for them for me recently. Clickbot. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, heard of the concept. It's it's a company that makes different things for IoT, Internet of Things, home automation. Rah, oh, rah. that sort of click bot. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like a little bot that you stick on thumbs and you like, okay, you will turn on the air conditioning and then it'll literally just push down and so you can stick it on top of your air conditioning remote or if it's on, on the wall like we have there, it'll just turn it on. You can make it make a coffee. I think that one's bullshit because it just turns on the coffee machine. Oh, does yeah. it have like a, a mechanical thing where it will move like yes, an arm or something? Yes, it's literally a mechanical push. So this is like the Simpsons thing where he has the bird like tap, like constantly tapping the F. Is it yes. similar to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that, but you can automate it so it connects to your Google Assistant or Alexa or whatever service you're using. But there's one where they had where it's like it kind of clips onto the curtain blinds, and so it would slide left and right, like, and it will drag curtains open and closed. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that actually seems really damn useful. And I've bought these block out blinds at home because I live near a train station. The lights are on 24 seven, so I need to have them shut while I'm sleeping. But the problem is they're so good. I lot like wake up at 10 o'clock because I don't know the sun's up, uh, and so okay. I'm like, I need a way for it to automatically open and close. So I looked at this as a solution. Guess how much this little bot costs? It's a little bot that clips onto the curtain rail. And two of them. I need two of them because it's two curtains. Uh, I'm going to say $120 a bot. Uh, I was to piss you off 200 Oh, James is right. So it's, nah. about, it's about 250 
for two sets just to open and close your blinds. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to build it myself. So th- literally today I went to Jcar and I bought all the components and I'm going to try and develop and 3D print a little bot. Not that it, it moves across, but it's stuck in position and it just drags the curtains open and close in both directions. So that way I can just wake up. I'm like nine o'clock, close my blinds, 7.30, open blinds every time. And that means I can then change it on the fly. I can then with a remote con- like control how far it's open and closed. So if I want to have a still sneak and look at the neighbors, I can do that. And then offer just fully open so my plants get sunlight. I can do that mm. too. Yeah. Why not just motorize your blinds and automate that process? Well, like motorizing blinds based off, like the blinds themselves are already there. So it's not, the, it's not blinds, it's curtains. Cur- sorry, curtains, curtains you mentioned. Oh, so you want to have like a slider. So it slides and pulls them across and shuts. The, and even the, the one where like curtains... <laughs> So, sorry. Just, yeah, it's, do you that, know the camera slider you built? Does that mean you have to have like a similar thing like mounted above the curtains? And no. It, yeah, so it's interesting. I'm not going to do it where it slides across. I'm going to have pretty much a string and a pulley system where it oh. opens and closes it. And that way I can have it powered all the time so it doesn't need to worry about batteries, which this one does. So in yeah. a way it is motorized curtains. but It just... is motorized curtains, but I'm doing it for $50. Yeah, okay. This is $250. i am making a 5 one And no offense to ClickBot and their solution. It is very good. It's good, yeah. I'm just saying I reckon I could DIY it cheaper. So, so what you say, you, you, you'd 3D print like a mount that you just drill into like the wall yep. where the front of the curtain is. You'd put like a string or a pulley on it that would yeah. be attached into the curtain. Yeah. And as you wanted to, like a step motor or something, would just reel it in. Yes. Like a fishing reel. Yeah, yeah. So it would reel it in one way and I would have it as a return switch so I could, it could like shut and open the blind. So it's not just one way or the other. Because if you go one way and across, like if you have a rope that goes there and back, it's one point's pulling, one point's you pushing need tension all the time. Because you, you have to have tension on the other side, right? So you have yes. to have two mounts on either side. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, and what I'm going to try and do is have it so it goes back. So the cord goes across the curtain at the top, comes back over a pulley into a second You're going to need like a thing. sprocket chain and sprocket system or a spring and uh, pulley and belt system. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do um, a dual gear. Um, yeah, that's Dual smart. gear component on the same motor and then goes through a pulley on the other side you probably yeah, yeah. using dual gears is better because they're quite long curtains so having yeah, that exactly. extra torque and tension would yeah. be good so that's that's my idea of because I'm just into home automation at the moment because I have not fucking love oh automation. now that I have my own house I'm like I don't know what to do today I'm like I'm going to build something for my house so. I think you're just getting so lazy bro like, I am is, this is just the epitome of lazy for me no are you kidding so you're basically just like not you just don't want to get out of more effort you, you to do less effort yes yeah <laughs> I don't want to get out of bed and open the blinds up because that defeats the purpose of waking up to sunlight. I like to wake up to sunlight. It's a great feeling. If you feel way more fresh, if the sunlight comes to your eyes, just just leave your blinds a little bit open. No, then they because then I get light from the train station all night and I can't go to sleep. I am a really picky person, Patty. Yeah, I know. And this this is why the older generation think that we're all. But no, I've met a lot of yes. older people that are using uh, like like the like a C bus automation yeah. is a good example. It's costing thousands of dollars. Like yeah. someone was explaining to me the home automation setup they had, and they're like, "I got touch screen through the house." I'm like, "Oh, I'd love to do that." Like, yeah, but it cost me like five or six grand, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I do home automation with like a Raspberry Pi and no yeah. bread. and like, and then it's like, Raspberry what's Pi. what's that? Raspberry Pi is like a micro. It's a micro mini computer process. Oh, okay. uh, microprocessor so it's like a little computer as sean alluded to mm. so you do that for so but much that's the paper. thing like the the solutions that they're saying all of them being used by rich people who are lazy which are, means old people 
I'm doing the exact same thing they're doing, but I'm doing it at budget. If anything, I'm doing more effort than they are. I suppose I'm not lazy. I suppose they're the lazy about, ones. It's, it's like, not uh, this generation. I swear to God. It's like uh, <laughs> I look at it, comparing HelloFresh <laughs> to uh, home cooked meals. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I under- oh, I mean, we can talk about that another time. But I, I like the idea of like the delivery service. If you're working 12 hours a day and you don't want to go out and find all the ingredients, it makes sense to me. Anyways, that's another topic. But home automation, I have like five other things in home automation that I'm going to get to, but I'm going to release them as I build them because I feel like I'm going to burn through these projects pretty quickly. Anyways, over to our pièce de résistance, le badi. That's Spanish for it's your turn. Oh, thank you. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) So, uh, open-ended question. Yes. Do we all have lip balms? No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, I, I still quickly. have the one that I have from Japan. Like, oh, I do. Really? Yeah, the I mint do. one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that, the, 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 the fun one, right? Is that the one that comes out as a star? No, no. Oh. It's just a normal mint lip balm. No, fair enough. Tasty. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, so I say that because I don't know if you guys remember, but a few uh, very early on, one of my ideas, like, it was like probably episode in the first five episodes we did, I pitched the idea, the lip balm finder. I do mm. remember the chapstick finder. The chapstick finder. Shut down because of the Shut tile. down very quickly. It was a $55 solution to a $2 lost product. I think that was the main I problem. Think, <laughs> just, just like your uh, your home automation, I think it could have been a, a good a good lazy I, person's idea. I think it's a lazy personal idea if the lip balm costs more than the product that it's what tracking. The, what about the fancy lip balm that costs like $10? I don't know. I was going to say $1,000 for a lip balm. $1,000? Yeah, there's some people, rich people out there, man. Ridiculous. But if you were like, I really need to find this lip balm and I can't I afford got, another I one. I got to get me yeah. this lip balm. Anyway, yeah. I thought, okay, I want to. I said then, and I, as I say it now, I want to come back with a reworked idea. Okay. I've, re, I've found a reworking idea for this. I'm keen to hear this. And it's uh, a big uh, solution. And also, I think it's a solution to the uh, the gun policy uh, mm. debacle that's happening in America currently. This is red hot. I say debacle. I'm going to put my devil's advocate on. Keep going. I'm going to have to put devil's advocate on just to to keep our American audience base. No, I think like the gun finder, it could be used in criminal investigations for like not just the, but well, not gun, the bullet finder. Oh, interesting. So, so are you saying that every bullet that gets made would have to have this bit of technology in it? Yes. Okay. So basically, like I think, what did I write down here? Oh I mean, God. this this is not just good for the criminal so side of it. It, 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 base, it tracks every every bullet that is fired from a gun with like a serial number or something like that. But once if you just scrape the serial number off, because that's the problem with guns now. They just scrape the serial numbers off the guns. Maybe, or you could follow the. Or the other idea was just increase the price of a a bullet to like a thousand dollars a bullet. <laughs> so you mentioned this is good for crime control i think this is also good for the police force as well because when they make when they do a shot they have to do so much reporting and paperwork as to why they made the shot what it did having that technology there would actually track the bullet so much easier and say oh we know exactly where the location Mm. was and Mm. where it was that it's good for both the crime stoppers and the criminals in general using yeah, 100%. guns and also people defending themselves let's yeah. not rule that out yeah. guns can be used for self defense no. yeah i just i'm curious to how it works that's my question cuz they bullet themselves i'm curious too yeah, yeah <laughs> that was that, might, that was yeah. the idea yeah cuz like a bullet itself is a perfectly it's a very simple device right it's got the the bullet itself pushed into a cartridge with gunpowder and a firing cap inside of it it is a controlled explosion similar to what's in your car internal combustion engine any little like chip inside there's gonna blow up too 
um, or be forced out the the mm. bullet itself. So it's going to be hard to do as well as how do you power that? You know, like, do you put a battery in the gun and then if that's the case, if you're, you're a criminal, you just take out the battery and you're good to go and do anonymous killing. Ha ha ha. Like, it, it's a, a few ifs and buts. I do like the idea of being like accountable for your bullets. Mm. I really like that idea. Just trying to figure out a way that'll work. It's like the casing of the bullet is a lithium-ion yeah. battery with oh. a bit of nanotech that has like a, a GPS serial chip in it that talks to a satellite is the only way <laughs> I can think of. I, but I, then the lithium battery would implode on shooting yeah. the gun, right? Well, I, the other one I'm thinking of doing is putting a small amount of radiation, like a bit of like a... a, like a Polymer or something that has a radiation signature onto it. Polymer so doesn't have radiation. You can well, you can make a polymer which had like a radioactive element in a very diluted amount, like a radio polymer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. But the idea is like you mix a polymer or a, a composite inside each of the bullets. Ah, oh, see what you're saying. Which yeah. has a very small amount, so you could tell where it was manufactured and then work your way back to it. So you could say, all right, there's 50 gun bullet manuf- sorry, 50 bullet manufacturers around the world. They have to use certain signatures for each of the one. You could figure out where it's made from and go like, all right, where who shot this bullet? And you can kind of like filter it down. You won't be able to get the exact bullet, sure, but you could be like, you made it. it came, These people bought it. It came from this batch that was yeah. sent to this store. Yeah. Okay. The problem is now you've got bullets with radiation and shoot them. So I think some people may be like, this is yeah. going to kill people, but then that bullets kill people too. So yeah. <laughs> it's basically like having a double edged sword. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. It's just like, oh, you this can... person survived the shot because it didn't actually go into their liver. It just protruded yeah. the screen. This person died from leukemia. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying I I'm... shouldn't be laughing about that. Sorry, yeah, but yeah. no, 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 no. But like, is... there's radiation in your um, fire alarms in your house already. There's a little bit of radiation there, and that's designed yeah. to be blocked by smoke and then turns on and activates. Bang, 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 bang. Um, already so there's there's levels of radiation which is acceptable but fucking bananas are radioactive yeah. people don't know that oh. yeah if you ever want to sneak it oh this sounds so red hot so massive disclaimer but they, this is my uh, chemistry teacher just told me that if you ever sneak a nuclear bomb somewhere you just hide in a truck full of bananas because the radiation would be hidden by the bananas themselves they would fall within safe range assuming it's a contained nuclear bomb Please do not use this. This is just what my chemical teacher this said to me. This is educational This is, this is only, just yeah. what I... This is just an, uh, an explanation of a not, practical thing. We are this not, is not condoning we're the not con- yeah. operations yeah. of nuclear bombs. This we is, are, if anything, I, we're, pro- we're providing this information to prevent. Yes. Uh, check every banana shortage ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to clarify. But the, the, I mean, that's an it, idea. Here comes the banana crisis yeah. of 2023. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but that's that's an idea to like track a bullet, for example. But it, it, this, the thing is, right, most of the bullets in the world around the world are made in the US. The US exports four times the amount of bullets they consume locally and they consume quite a few bullets. So they said that if they wanted to stop a world war, they just stop do armistice and stop exporting bullets. When I mean that 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 makes no sense because it makes a lot of money for people. Um why not just simply have like uh so remake bullets so you have an external casing and an internal casing. On the inside of the external casing is a serial number so you can't yeah. scratch that but once the bullet's fired, there's a way of actually taking out that that yeah. bullet casing and seeing what the serial number serial number is. This reminds me. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> you you yeah. can't scratch it out because it's it's yeah. intruded inside. The only way you can take it out is like with police technology. Or yeah. once the bullet's fired, that's yeah. the only way you can take it out. Yeah, exactly. I I actually am on board for that. But then people just go, "I'll build my own bullets," and they do build. You can build your own bullets. Yeah. I mean, people three D print their own guns. It's that one. Yeah, that one. There's a bit more, laws and regulations to I mean, stop the, that. Like the guns can be so cheap that it's easy to buy. People one are always going to find yeah. a workaround. These, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I feel like, but that's also the argument a lot of people use in America nowadays for, um, keeping the laws there. It's like, oh, you're not going to stop violence, so might as well have the guns. It's like, well. 
that doesn't really solve the problem. Like, mm. th- no matter what happens, you're always going to have violence. You're always going to find people that will work around the violence. Or, or yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's. I think accountability with guns. I think I think we can all agree to. They say like, oh, it, it takes a good person with a gun to stop a bad person. That's fine. But we need to know who shot what bullet. We yeah. know we need to know who's the good guy and bad guy in that situation. I don't think that's bad, but I know for a lot of people, mm. like this ten percent of the listeners are going fucking see, they don't fucking touch our rights. <laughs> but anyway, all right, next idea. Okay, so this is a bit of a silly one. I just started writing a bunch of words down, and for some reason, like this is not this isn't this isn't my idea. I just want to kind of this is where my brain kind of takes me on my like when I start writing stuff down. I just wrote down giant ball pit for some reason. <laughs> Just because I thought it was a good idea, but then I realized, how would the ball pit be involved in a science tough experiment? I don't know. So that's something for a, for a later date. <laughs> and then I, I was like, I was I was watching um Knocked Up, and I was oh, like, okay. I was like, oh, for some reason the, the topic of, of, a, of a contraception came up, and I was like, oh, what if there was like, um, like a pill to obviously stop pregnancy, but th- that is already f- already for women. But I was like, oh, what if there's one for men? So it'd be mm. like like a contraception pill for males. I would be 100% on board for that. But it, it ex- sort of exists. Yeah, um, I, I Googled it and it's actually, it's, it's in development. Yeah, it's but not it's active not, But it's not, it's not actively on the market. It's still in its very, very early, early infant stages of development. Yeah, so there's actually a SARM <clears throat> that's out. And for those who don't know what a SARMs are, they're stand for selective androgenic receptor modulators. A lot of young want to be bodybuilders are taking mm, them because yeah. like an alternative to steroids because oh, it makes him, does it make him sterile um, well there's one called s23 stenobol stenobolic which um what that does is it reduces your sperm count and in mm. some cases makes you infertile but only for the time you're taking it unfortunately some people who take it become infertile for the rest of their life though, really? but some people are taking it and like using it as a male contraceptive <clears throat> again it's a research drug so it's not fda or tj approved mm, so nice. yeah that could be um yeah. what the research but in compound that, was so in that pill form, I thought, okay, I've came up, I found, I have some other ideas for pill form things. One of them was, um, again, on the contraception, the contraception uh, route, the vasectomy pill. Vasectomy pill. Wait, so a, you take a pill and you get snipped. Basically, yeah. A vasectomy, like once you get a vasectomy, you can't. A, a vasectomy is a physical cut, right? Like a physical this is why I'm just I'm just yeah. throwing the idea out there. All right, I don't get don't get at me about the. But like I, I was I'm just saying, the what I, a, I'm the idea. This is no, like no, no, no. you guys need to I, do the practical. I have so I have a follow up idea which is a real one already. Oh, so please don't say what, what I'm going to think. Yeah, go on. The switch. Have you heard of it? Oh, I thought you were going to say drink what? the switch. Drink, um, put brown light in your coffee. Oh God, no. <laughs> God no! You a monster. Well, that's like, what that's what they did in um in in, in yeah, the Nazi Germany, yeah, and that, that was just like that. But made it also it made them sterile. Also yeah. killed people as well. Like, I'm it? not planning to kill people, James. <laughs> I just to make is, sure. Isn't that the thing that they try to slip uh, Eddie Jacu? Yes, all, that's all, all we did. All of the, yeah, yeah, all of the yeah. Jewish camps. They noticed yeah, there was yeah. something smell in the coffee. They found out it was bromide oh, to help make him sterile. Damn, just fucking terrible. Okay. Anyway, um, so it's not the bromide. Idea. No, so it's a switch, and so this is a. This is a, something in development as well as the idea of a switch. So you, it's a physical thing on your body. So it's on your pelvic area, but it's a literal switch where if you hold it, it'll switch on the tube that you snip with a vasectomy. Ooh. So the idea behind it is you could physically get a vasectomy, not a pill, but you could create a physical stopping of like 
What is it? Use an ultrasounds or something? No, or? it's literally a physical switch. Oh. So they they do the vasectomy like oh, cut, so I did a and surgery it's like a, still. Like it's oh, like man. a little toggle switch, right? And I, I, I saw. Imagine having a light switch on your belly button, being like, "Hey, hey, 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 darling, uh, you yeah. ready? Ready to have a baby tonight? Oh, not tonight. All right, switch." Yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> would well, you like, imagine? Would you feel anything though, like when you made the switch? Well, it's like when girls, <laughs> when women get the bar on the arm, you feel it. it, it you can physically yeah. feel it, but they don't. Yeah. It, it, the only it's the uh, after effect of, yeah. like, of the bar. Yeah, Man, I feel I, like that's I, I if if women are doing that, why can't men do something similar? And I saw this TikTok, which I thought was fucking hilarious. It's like you can do this where you switch on and off. It's like, dude, I got the upgrade version. Hey, Google. Switch off my balls. <laughs> and to me, that's kind of like, oh it's funny, but I like the idea of both men and women having contraception in the daily life. Oh and I know this God. might be uncomfortable for people, but so be it. That's like, what women do. Like, Why don't men do it too? Yeah, look, I, as much as I love like technology and that stuff, I hate body modifications that use technology. Like if I had to ever have like a pacemaker, I'd feel so uncomfortable. I know it's keeping me alive and that's yeah. great, but... Just think you're Iron Man. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. Yeah, we'll get an arc <laughs> reactor installed. How about that? Yeah. A little radioactive one. Oh, jeez. The start yeah, of Iron Man Keep the bullets away from my heart. Yeah, exactly. And the shrapnel, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the no, radiation no. bullets that we've got from the previous keep, part. Keep the shrapnel in your wallet, not your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Okay, the other one I had, I actually had another one. I crossed it out because I just realized there's already a pill like that around. It's, I'm not going to say it, it's too, it's too much. But the other idea I had was called the tanning pill, where you take the pill, instead of doing a spray tan, you just turn Have you heard of darker. melanin? No. Melanin is a peptide that you Does spray. That make you go to sleep? No, that's well, melatonin. Totally. Yeah, no. <laughs> Mel- melanin is a peptide that you spray into your nose and it does exactly that. Sp- no, no, I don't. Like that's spraying. You can take it in a pill form as well. Okay. But spraying is well, easy because it's more bioavailable that way. Uh, I mean... Well, that's not a good idea then. I mean, just get it. I mean, I, I can't say that I have a beautiful tan, let's be honest. Uh, that, is, that is genetics. Just go yeah, to yeah, Europe, yeah. European sun. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Just anyway. get outside, you nerd. But um, yeah, all right. Well, there's some interesting ideas. Some are doable. And then Patty, some of them not so much, but <laughs> I think the bullet finder is a very I, achievable I thing. I like the idea. I like of the, the I like the idea as like a concept, but I don't know how to impl- uh, yeah apply it without. We, we've gone through a few ways, so if you're in the law enforcement, and you heard this, and you want to use it, just, just go. <laughs> I I think some of them probably up. would have considered it first. Yeah, Hit I think. Up. I love a commission. Thanks for listening. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link below to see our other projects. Have a good one.